All right, moving on to something we can all relate to, holidays. Oh, holidays, my yeah. favorite. What was the biggest holiday in the Bankert household growing up? Oh, without a doubt, Christmas um, was really big. Um, you know, we had a lot of kids around, so there were a lot of presents. Um, always a nice Christmas tree, a lot of excitement. Um, you know, in addition to Santa Claus giving presents, many of us um, would give each of us presents. Mm, many, not all necessarily. Well, the older ones with uh. some money, you know, not the five-year-olds. <laughs> but, you know, by the time um, I was maybe 10, I could go to the store, or maybe 12, I don't know, and, you know, buy seven or eight, you know, Mm. One dollar gifts. <laughs> um, in fact, a couple of years, my brother Bobby and I would pool our money. Mm. You know, we'd each, I would, you know, maybe have $10. He might have $10. And we'd put it together, $20, and go out and buy 10 presents. Mm. Um, all for a dollar or two, you know, at the store. But, you know, so there were a lot of presents to be unwrapped. Um, and I can remember sneaking down, this is, of course, on Allport Place, early Christmas morning to take a peek at the Christmas tree with all the presents with my brother. Um, we weren't allowed to go, go all the way down because nobody else in the house was awake, but we could go halfway down the stairs and take a peek and it would be just awe-inspiring mm -hmm. to see all the presents. Um, and by tradition, then my father would hand them out. Is this you know? before or after church? What was the routine when so you woke up? The routine generally was when we woke up, when everybody was awake and everybody downstairs, we could open our stockings, which was the initial, you know, Small little gifts, and I'm pretty sure I'm. I think my mother made stockings for everybody. Um, but then we would have breakfast, and then we would go to church, and then we would come back, and um, my father would hand the presents out one at a time, and we would just go crazy opening up. You know, it had to have been ten of us. Hundreds of, a hundred presents, probably, under the tree. So how did it typically work with Santa's gifts? Did you all get the same gifts, all different gifts? Oh, all different, all, all different. different. We didn't, um, later on when I was older, maybe in my teens or 20s, um, my mother would have Carol who worked at L.L. Bean, buy like uh, seven L.L. Bean shirts, all for the boys, matching, and seven or three girls' mm -hmm. outfits, all matching. Mm -hmm. So at that point, we would, I think out of simplicity, my mother would give all the boys the same gift and all the girls the same gift. Mm. Um, also, what would happen on... Christmas, um, 
I can remember my grandfather would come over and he'd give each of us an envelope, I think with a $1 bill in it, with a real crisp, right from the bank, dollar bill. Um, so that was always fun. I think at one point, one of our relatives was giving us silver dollars, but I don't know what happened to those silver dollars. I can't find them. Also, the um, Scotia bankers, the Schenectady bankers, would visit us on Christmas um, for a quick exchange of presents and a turkey dinner or whatever. Um, they wouldn't stay overnight. They're only an hour away. So they would come in. We would have Christmas together. And, um, and likewise, we would go to Schenectady to see the Schenectady bankers on Thanksgiving. Mm. So it was about the only time of the year we would get to see those relatives, but at least it was twice a year. And do you have cousins your age? Um, so I had, uh, Jimmy, who was probably Nikki's age, who was, who was closest to me. Mm. He was their oldest. Mm. So all the others were younger. Mm-hmm. And did you take one, two cars then? You must have. No, I think we all jammed <laughs> into one car. Oh my goodness. I don't remember ever, um... You know, I don't think there was any time when all ten children and two adult parents were in a car. You know, that'd be twelve. <laughs> you know, by the time so by the time I was say eighteen, well there were Christmas I guess. Maybe at Christmas we did need two cars. I can't remember ever taking two cars, but yeah, you can only get Six. We always had station wagons with a third row, so we could always get seven in the car. <clears throat> three in the back, three in the middle. Actually, we probably had three in the front. You know, this was before bucket seats. Mm-hmm. So there's nine, and you could always squeeze a baby in on someone's lap. Um, so I think we all squeezed into the old family station wagon. Um. Speaking of family station wagons, one of our favorites was an old Ford with the third row facing backwards, which uh, was a, a real treat. And as soon as we got that, everybody wanted to be in the back, looking backwards, looking where we were coming from, not where we're going. But you had a nice big window back there, so you could see it really well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Christmas was by far um, the happiest holiday. Do you remember any specific presents or gift givers that made it memorable ones? Well, I do remember Tom when he was about three or four was so involved and excited about presents that he would go down in the basement find old toys and old things, wrap them up, and give a present out to each of his siblings. <laughs> and we, of course, showed great excitement <laughs> on receiving anything from Tom, and I think he got more fun out of giving presents than whatever he got. Mm. Um, I remember that. That's nice. And what would you do for your parents? Would you all go in on a gift, or...? 
No, no, no. We would all give our parents a gift from ourselves. Mm. There was always a question as to whether we give them one, like house gift, or two, you know, like a whatever. I think it was mainly some type of shared gift we could give them. Um, I can't remember any particular item myself, you know, could have been a can opener. Who knows? Well, what can you get for a dollar back then? Um, small things. <laughs> you know, maybe a dollar fifty would go a lot farther. Mm. I do remember one particular year, my brother Bobby and I had pooled our money. We probably had 5 or $10 each, so I don't know, between 10 and $20. You know, and we got, you know, at least eight siblings plus parents. So I think we're at Woolworths one, doing our shopping, and we pick up this eight ball, which you rotate in your hands, you ask a question, and magically on one side an answer appears, like uh, most likely or... Probably not, or um, yes, for sure. So you would ask the eight ball, am I going to be rich? And it would magically appear the answer, yes, for sure, or not at all. So this eight ball thing was probably about $5. And my brother Bobby says, perfect, we'll give it to the whole family, we're done. <laughs> And I was a little dismayed because I thought we were out there buying 10 gifts, but he convinced me that that eight ball was going to be <laughs> a super gift for the whole family and everybody would be happy. And they were. You know, everybody played with that eight ball and it answered all their future questions. Oh. So I do remember that one. Mm -hmm. um, another memorable thing, and now I'm heading to uh, Thanksgiving. Um, and every Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, our grandparents would always join us. Um, well, certainly um, our grandpa, grandparent bankers would join us. The Malloys had their own house where my grandmother and aunt and uncle, Aunt Winnie and Uncle Peter, um, shared a house in Utica. I don't recall them joining us, so it must have been the three of them together. But Mama and Papa Banker would join us um, for Christmas and Thanksgiving. And my grandfather, Papa Banker, would always call up Thanksgiving morning um, and say, the turkey got loose. There's no turkey for Thanksgiving. It got loose. <laughs> and of course, we would all tell our little brothers and sisters, oh no, the turkey got loose. Papa just called. He can't find the turkey. There's no turkey for Thanksgiving. Um, so we would have a lot of fun with that. And of course we would have a lot of fun, you know, telling our younger siblings 
that Santa Claus is real and he's coming to you know tonight. We got to go to bed. So we played along with that game because I had a lot of younger siblings who still believed, and um, that was a big part of the fun of Christmas. There was actually a family friend, Charlie, uh, Charlie something, I forget his last name, who would dress up as Santa Claus and visit our house Christmas <laughs> Eve. Um, and, of course, I was old enough at that point. He was about my age or maybe a year older. So I knew who it was. Um, but... All my younger siblings got a big kick out of actually having a visit from Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Lots of fun. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of just continue that similar tradition up until, you know, we kept going back to Tanglewood growing up into the next generation. Yeah, one of the happiest um, things I think we ever did for Christmas was we would, Mary Alice and I would take our three daughters and drive eight hours to Utica, New York, New Hartford, New York, to have Christmas at my parents' house. Um, despite the um, difficulty of packing presents and packing things and driving in the snow for eight hours with cranky children, um, I think we all were so happy to get there and and to enjoy such a Christmas with so many people. Um, I think that made it um, very joyful. So um, probably my happiest memory. So hopefully my children's memory too. <laughs> so when did the Christmas pageant? pageant get introduced so the christmas pageant is the story of the first christmas and um we i think my whole adult life maybe even as a child um we did some type of christmas story um but we formalized it as um when I started having children and bringing those children home, and we all of a sudden we had a lot of uh, grandchildren around to play the various Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, and Shepherd, and Angels. Um, but pretty much early on, I don't know, one Christmas my mother said um, to me, Why don't you narrate it, Peter? And I said, okay, I think I remember the story. And, and Joni, who could play the piano, um, agreed to play the piano for the songs. And, um, you know, since we went back every single year, I think we had a pageant almost every single year mm -hmm. um, that we did go back. And what was the casting process? I remember always being an angel, never being a lead. Well, the casting process generally was the youngest baby is Jesus. Um, I think the year you were born, you had two younger cousins, Meg and Bobby, right? Mm -hmm. So one of them 
the youngest, is the designated Jesus. Um, Mary and Joseph were like uh, grandchildren, maybe in the ages of five or six or seven, just random, boy and girl. Um, and everybody else is either a shepherd with some type of uh, bathrobe or an angel with some type of angel outfit. Um, maybe we did typecast some of you. <laughs> anyway, that was great. We had some good songs and we had the story. No, Christmas is great. Good. And what about Easter? Was Easter a big deal or not so much? Or New Year's? Um, New Year's was not much. Um, I don't think my parents ever really went out to a New Year's party. Um, obviously, we had a lot of kids at home. Um, you know, I, I think it... It was sort of a big deal when you got maybe 10 or 12 because maybe you, my parents might let you stay up to midnight. And uh, um, not even sure they did, though. Uh, so New Year's wasn't a big deal. Um, Easter, not so much either. You know, we certainly um, had a lot of fun with Easter baskets, <laughs> hiding Easter baskets and looking for them. Um, I think a bigger event was maybe Halloween. Mm. Halloween seemed to be so magical because you could get, we lived in a pretty compact neighborhood with a lot of houses close by on Allport Place. So you could get a lot of houses in, in the, you know, maybe two hours from six to eight that our parents would let us trick or treat. And uh, we would come home with bags full of candy so um and pretty easy treat you know just put some type of uh costume on and go get it so <laughs> would uh your mom make your costumes or how would you sometimes we had homemade costumes and some it was generally some type of homemade costume maybe with a bought mask or mm -hmm. um yes my mom would have a you know closet full of costumes that she might have made or she might have bought or I can't remember. Um, we certainly didn't go out and buy new costumes every year. Um, and, you know, it'd be pretty easy to fake up some type of pirate outfit um, or something like that. And what about the most, probably the most exciting holiday, December 27th? Well, since it's two days after Christmas, it was kind of like, uh, oh dear, well, Pete, here's, here's your Christmas present, and by the way, that's for your birthday. <laughs> but my parents always had a special present for me, and we always had a birthday, and um, it turned out to be a great date later on in life when I had moved away, but I was back for Christmas, because we always had... A birthday party for me <laughs> as I was older and uh, would just be another reason and you know when you go to Pete's party there is an obligation to bring some <laughs> type of gift 
whether it be a case of beer or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I really made out um, in the later years. Mm-hmm. Hear that, Aiden? Yes, Aiden. You'll make out when you're like 23. <laughs> Just wait. And did you always, I assume, eat at home? Did you get to request a meal and a cake? Or did your mom just make whatever? For our birthdays? Mm-hmm. I think she would make our preferred dessert. Okay. Um, and she might ask us what our preferred dinner was, but I don't recall that. Um, I don't remember any particular preferences. I do remember that on your birthday, you didn't have to do the dishes. Oh, What'd you do instead? So... Play with no one? Hey, just go off and do some homework or (laughs) play a game while there were always a lot of toys after Christmas. So there was always some type of game. Yep. Always a game to play. Nice. Well, that sounds like a good... uh, Some good holidays. What about Memorial Day and Labor Day? Ever have cookouts or barbecues? Do you ever go... On vacations to the to lakes, um, we would go to um, a few lakes. Actually, our biggest um, vacation spot was Eaton, New York, where my parents had, had had inherited a house from our aunt Kathleen, who passed away. A big old country house on a couple of acres of land out in the country. And had a lake nearby, Hatch Lake. So we would go out there for like a long weekend. It was only half a 30-minute drive. And um, it'd be like a super vacation. We had a big field that we could play baseball in or even hit golf balls, have a big croquet tournament, um, and go to the lake, Hatch Lake. Mm. So that was pretty... Um, happy times also. Could you walk to the lake? Nope. Oh. Nope. Nope. The lake was probably, you know, maybe three, four, five miles away. Mm. But it was a big lake with other, were the houses on it? Were there other kids there? Or was it just an empty lake? It was, yes, yes. There were houses on it, I believe. I can't remember seeing them, but I'm sure there were. And we, we, we just went to some public um, ah. landing spot. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a little dock and um, outhouses, actually. <laughs> well, who uses those when you're at the lake? When you're at the lake, who needs an outhouse? <laughs> um, but we had a lot. They had a big field, so we could play, you know, baseball and um, go swimming. So, when did the did you get? Do you still have the Eaton House in your family? Or what happened to the Eaton House? No, my parents finally sold the Eaton House. You know, it wasn't winterized very well. Mm-hmm. Um, they rented it out for a few years, and the renters kind of wore it down. Um, had a nice old organ, and someday someone stole the organ. Um, because we weren't, you know, we weren't... we close it up for the winter and leave wouldn't be back for three or four months um and i think they just thought it was too much work and upkeep so they sold it Mm. and then when did the adirondacks start 
So the Adirondacks started when Elizabeth was like two or one and a half. The first year we had Elizabeth, Mary Alice and I, we were living in Detroit the first summer. Actually, she was born in May, so it must have been the second summer. So she would have been one. We were living in Detroit. This is PK before K, pre-K. <laughs> and we headed to um, uh, Massachusetts, Cape Cod, and spent our vacation week in Cape Cod with Elizabeth. Mm. And the next year, my mother calls us up and says, I've rented a house on Fourth Lake and has lots of room, and um, I'm hoping you'll come there and stay for a week with us. Free house on the lake, easy peasy. So that was the first year of the Adirondacks. So that was, let's see, Elizabeth is born May 81. So 81, we didn't live in 82, we went to Cape Cod, 83, May. Kate must have been with us. <laughs> I hope. I hope so. It'll be July 83. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of newborns. Lots of newborns. So the first regulars were, of course, um, Carol, Rich, John, Tom. I think we're still living at home. Mm-hmm. Um. And Andy was single. I think he might show up. Uh, Joni with her, Meg with Meg, and Nikki with Sarah. And Bob, I hope. And Bobby. Yeah. Mm. So that was the first core. And, um, uh, and every year, pretty much after that, we were the core, my, uh, our family, Joan and David and their family, and um, Nick. Mm. And then as others had children, I mean, the others would almost always come. Kathy and Ed were every other year, maybe, because they were going to the island. Um, we didn't see much of them, of their kids. I'm trying to remember. Um, maybe not every other year, maybe every fifth year, because um, they had the island. Mm-hmm. But and we've done it every year. Mm-hmm. When did Maine start? As an option. Mm-hmm. Well, so John married um, Ellen Kane, and the Kane, the Canes. Early on, forever had a house on the beach in Maine. And um, trying to remember the first time we went to that beach. I'm not sure if the first time we went to that beach, um, it was an alternative to the Adirondacks. It might have been an addition to the Adirondacks. Um. Probably it started because it, at some point, you know, we had trouble finding 
enough space in the Adirondacks. We had to, you know, rent a new place every time, mm. generally, either because it was big enough, it wasn't good enough, it wasn't nice enough, or they didn't want us back. So it's somewhere, and I have no idea what the year was. It might have been just, um, I'm trying to remember our first real main vacation. Like early 90s. Early 90s. I think probably because the Canes had a house there. We could, between John and I think it was even before John bought his condo there, um, that we could rent other houses. And John and Carol just convinced us, hey, come to the beach in Maine because we don't have too much of a prospect for finding a place in yeah, my memory is the lice incident, but I don't know if that was the first one. The what? The lice. How we brought lice. Spread lice. Oh, dear. I didn't <laughs> think of coming up with a sad story like that. <laughs> well, we didn't know at the time. That's for your journal. <laughs> That's when I remember. So I was 10 or so. 10. So 93. Yeah. That was lice. And that was Maine. Mm-hmm. Right. So it took a few years to go back, maybe. Right. It may have been. So John and Ellen got married in Maine, and um, I'm wondering if we stayed there for... Well, no, we didn't stay there for a week after the wedding, because I remember we took my mother, who was, mm. you know, in the nursing home, and I drove her home in the van, in the wheelchair with my father, and uh, we didn't stop. We just, <laughs> mm. <laughs> boom, because um, we had to get her back to the nursing home pretty quick. Mm-hmm. We weren't, we, we weren't going to do any changes, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and she was fine. Great. Well, was there, are there any other Big events, either that happened every year, or I'm sure graduations happened almost every year growing up, but... Um, family vacations. There were very, very few where all ten of us would go on a vacation together for a week, other than Adirondack camp, like when I was growing up. But there was one, I remember, and we went up to Camp Nazareth. I was probably 13, so that would have been um, 63, maybe 64, 65. Maybe I was 14 or 15. Um, We went to Camp Nazareth, and so everybody, even Tom, might have been born by then. And my brother Bobby was there, and I can't remember if Kathy was there or not. Um, but that was like, you know, some YMCA camp up in north, up in northern New York state on a lake, mm. kind of nice with all the, you know, facilities of the lake. And we'd have some type of big, you know, cottage that we all stayed in and had shared meals. Um, that was the only time I remember all 10 of us going to a vacation spot, um, we had a couple of other trips. Uh, we went to the World's Fair, I think, in 1962 in New York City. 
Um, I went to Washington, D.C. with my parents, and I was probably about 10. Um, no plane rides. Mm. You know, my first plane ride was when I was in college going to a, in an interview. Oh, where? Uh, New York City. Oh. So, um, we didn't do too much plane riding. Um, in those days, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they did have planes. <laughs> did your parents ever fly in a plane? Did they ever take vacations alone? Um, later on, they did. Not when I was growing up. Later on, my father was on the board of the Savings Bank of Utica. And the board would have these fancy annual meetings at like the Greenbrier uh, Resort. Very, very fancy resorts. And my parents would go to these. Um, my father would play. They would always have golf there and all sorts of fancy stuff. So they went there later on. When I was growing up, I don't remember them ever going on a vacation mm. you know maybe one night somewhere but I can't even imagine that mm-hmm. you know I don't know where they'd go mm-hmm. would they go out to dinner do they have a date night I don't remember them going out to dinner mm. Mm. Um, how do you think they kept their marriage so strong with 10 kids maybe not a lot alone they time. just kept busy 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 <laughs> head down head down um, I can't imagine it myself. Mm-mm. You know, we had three and we were like overwhelmed. Um, they were, there were, there was, my father was a fair, fairly strict German. So we, you know, maintained a lot of order. Mm-hmm. Um, not too many people were out of line. Mm-hmm. So. Good. Well, thanks for sharing. That was fun to hear about. Okay. Thank All you. Right.